Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. As we go, as we go, for the first time, visitors that are here, let me just explain briefly what it means. This whole year, our focus is as we go. Uh, The scripture in Luke talks about 10 men that were lepers, and they said to Jesus, have mercy on us. They wanted to be healed of their leprosy. Jesus skips to the end of their process. He skips to their goals and say, go show yourself to the priest. They weren't healed yet, and it's illegal to even come into the community when you were still a leper. You were outcast. They had their own little sub-colony. So the Bible says as they went, they were healed. I love that because that is the walk of the believer. I know you got saved in 1962, and I'm happy for your salvation, but still, God is still healing and perfecting you as you go. Yeah, you ain't got it all together. If you still got breath, you ain't got it all together. Because the Bible says he that has begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Essentially, that's saying God is going to be working on and in us until he returns. So I'm glad you got over that habit. I'm glad you got over that struggle, but he's still working on you. Ooh, y'all don't like that. We we religious this morning. Uh -uh, I'm good. You got over that, but there's yet another thing. There's another, even if it's self-righteousness. If you think you good, that's a problem. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's pride. That's, 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 you know, that's, that's filthy rags. Your righteousness is that's filthy rags. So uh, we're all in process. Some, to, to different degrees, on different levels, we are all still in process and being perfected and being made whole and being made better. Every step we take, the only thing we got to do is take a step. Take a step. Take, I was looking at uh, this little kid on, 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 uh, on, on uh, IG, and somebody tagged me because he was playing my song on, on, the, on the drums or something like that. And he had them little light-up sneakers. That one. The, yeah. <laughs> Y'all was like, <laughs> the little light-up sneakers, it's all, it looks all white until he picks up his feet, then it lights up, then when he puts, you know. So I was like, whoa. So it seems like it's a regular sneaker, and the light is off until he picks his foot up. Oh, y'all understand what I'm saying? It seems like nothing is happening in your life. It seems like I can't, I ain't got no light. It seems like I ain't got no energy. No, it don't happen until you look at your neighbor and say, "Light it up, light it up." This year, live. I want y'all to light it up. Keep taking steps till your whole house got glory. Keep taking steps till your finances is in order. Keep light up your house, light up your job. Tell somebody, light it up. Nothing happens until you take a step. So this year, don't be, the Bible says, save yourselves from this untoward generation. So, so, so we don't want to miss it this year. Let me, let, me, let me keep going. So as we go, God is perfecting things that concerns us. I don't believe he's clearing the way. I don't believe he's paving the way. The way is already made. The victory is already won. The joy is already ours. We just have to go towards it and receive it. Amen. The promised land was already the children of Israel's promised land. It was already their land. So all they had to do was go and possess it. We got to learn to go from promise to possession. Are you hearing me? 
Some of us are sitting in the land of pro in promise, but we're not possessing. He said he's going to do it. God said he's going to do it. God. But he, you got to possess it. You got to go towards it. So as we go, we possess. Thank you. My phone just said it's 1157 a.m. Okay, Siri. Thank you, Siri. Appreciate it. This is the year. I'm going to keep saying it to ask, seek, and knock. Somebody asked me something outside. Two people asked me something. I said, just because you asked, yes. Thank you for doing it. Just because you asked, yes. Somebody oh, was too late taking their kid to the children's church. They asked me. So, so don't think it's going to happen for everybody. They asked me. <laughs> and I said, yeah, just because you asked, yeah. And if someone else needed something else from them, I said, because you asked, yes. This is the season and the year to ask. This is not the year to be like, well, we missed it. And just be prideful. I ain't going to ask him. And it's on your mind. Ask. You Ask. Well, just say something. He don't know. She don't know. They don't know. Say something. You, you hear it. You hear it. You hear it and you sense it, but we don't move on it for whatever reason. I don't know if it's pride or you can say, I don't want to be embarrassed. That's in the area of pride to a degree. So, who, Luke, hey, this ain't the year to miss it. This is not the year to miss it. So you got to ask, seek, and knock. All right? Uh, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. We're talking about knock right now. Knock and the door will be open. Knocking is uh, uh, symbolic of opportunities. How many of y'all are ready for new opportunities this morning? I just want to make sure I know who I'm talking to. You don't have to raise your hand. You know, I think some people hear how many and then raise your hand. They don't even listen to the in-between. So how many are ready for new opportunities? If it's not you, you don't have to raise your hand. But if it is, let me see you again. I'm ready for new. Oh. More of y'all did it. In that case, you know, you, you know, you, you know, you're irritated when the hand go down slow. Like, <laughs> new opportunities, new opportunities, new opportunities. Everybody gets it. The scripture said we said it last week. We can go to the first scripture really quick. It says, I returned and saw that under the, under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to the men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. So you can't afford to scroll or look at somebody else and assistant whatever and say, oh, well, it's because he, well, because she, well, it's because she married such and such. Well, you know he, uh, well, you know he got a, that's why, that's why. First of all, their life it shouldn't be, you shouldn't compare. The Bible says don't compare yourself. It's not wise. That's what the Bible says. I'll, I'll go into that later uh, this year. So don't compare yourself. It's not wise. That's first of all. Secondly, they didn't get that because they didn't win the race because they're swift. We're trying to make it make sense to us because we didn't properly manage our time and chance. It ain't got nothing to do with how fast somebody is, how talented somebody is, how cute somebody is, how old somebody is, how young somebody is, how gifted somebody is. Time and chance happens to us all and happeneth. You keep getting another time. You keep getting another chance. Ain't that good news? Tell your neighbor you ain't missed nothing. If you missed it last week, it's coming around this week. If you missed it last year, it's coming around this year. God, his word cannot return to him void. So he's going to keep circling around your life until you possess it. Time and chance happeneth to us all. So I don't feel sorry for people. I love, you know, homeless people on the street. They might have hit, hit a bump. Everybody hits a bad space in life. I get it. Everybody hits a, a rough patch in life, but I, I don't feel sorry. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Like the pity, the pity. I don't feel the pity. I feel compassionate. 
Are y'all with me? Oh, okay, I got you, Pastor. I care. I just don't feel sorry because time and chance. You have no business being homeless for six years. Oh, is that rough? It's true. You have no business being homeless for, for, for that extended amount of time because in that cycle of life, I'm sure you had another time and another chance to be housed. Whether it's family, I don't want to stay with them. So you stay in the street, your choice. Okay, y'all quiet now. Because, because time and chance, it happens to us all, but it doesn't always happen our way. Okay. Can I, can I say that? And some of us miss opportunities and miss doors because it don't look like how we want it to look. I'm waiting on the red door. The red, well, it might be green this week. You better go ahead and open that thing. Don't ignore doors because they don't look like how you want it to look. God doesn't serve you. We serve God. Let me say that again because maybe y'all didn't know that. Yeah, he's not as much our God as we are his children. We think God belongs to us. We belong to him. I love it. I love it. This is good right here. So time and chance happens to us all. So let me ask you to my left. What are you doing this time? Question to my right, what are you doing with this chance? You got a chance to change something now. You have a chance to improve something now. What are you doing with your time and chance? You're going to keep just letting it pass and letting it pass and letting it pass and then get frustrated. You don't have the luxury to harness frustration if you don't take advantage of your time and chance. Amen? That's just a little lesson. I mean, you know, if it was a business class, that all the entrepreneurs would be like, thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> so when you're knocking on doors of opportunity, three things matter. Who are you? Knock, knock. Who's there? Doors open to who you are. Got to know who you are. Number two, what do you have with you? Okay? Knock, knock. I got roses for Alice. Okay, cool. You get in. You got access because of what you have. You got to know who you are. You got to know what you have. Okay? Third thing that doors open up to is who you with. That's where we at this morning. You can go to the title page. Ask your neighbor, who you with? Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, I'm with Ty. Oh, okay, come on. You, have, you can get access just because of affiliation and association. Well, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to get through it today. I'm going to get through it. So you can get access just because you're with the right person. Or you can get denied access. You can get denied levels because of who you're connected to. It ain't even got to be you. I talked about Jonah Wednesday night. The boat was fine until the wrong one got in. Your life is fine sometimes until the wrong one gets on board. And then you're wondering why your life is shaking and your life is so turbulent and you're fixing everything about you. And you're like, God, I feel pretty solid about where we are. What's the? It could be who you with. I'm going to talk about it. I talked about this. Let's, 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 review, let's just review. Says so now the Israelites, I'm sorry, the first scripture now, I'm sorry, I know I got y'all going on tour up there in 
the second slide, I'm sorry. Now, the Israelites journeyed from uh, Ramesses, so-called, I don't ever say that right, about 600,000 men. Okay, and the children of Israel was coming out of Egypt and a mixed multitude. That's the point I want to get to. Let me just move it along. A mixed multitude came out with them. They weren't sneaking with them. The children of Israel brought them with them. So the children of Israel get a promise. They had a promise for years. God is going to deliver you and is going to bring you to the land that flows with milk and honey. They got the promise and brought people with them. And the Bible says that the children of uh, the, 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 the mixed multitude started lusting. The Bible says they fell a lusting. And then the children of Israel complained. Why are we taking this way? I'm sick of that. But it was because of the mixed multitude was agitating them to the point of complaint. Right? So I would have been, I would have been cool with all this had it not been for the people I had with me. There are some things in your life that ain't that bad, but the way your friends talk about it. It makes you see it different. Like, yo, you know, you're right. I should be. I should be in a better car than this. But you was content. Until your company start lusting or craving more. Girl, you should be, boy, you should be, and now you're complaining. Girl, Moses, why are we going this way? What are, we, what are we doing? They start complaining, and God sent fiery serpents from heaven. And they were biting all the children of Israel that complained, and they died. Don't be so attached to people that you die in process. Uh-oh. Oh, that's a good point, but I'm not going to mess with y'all this morning. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, don't, don't be so, don't be, you know what word that's not in the Bible that we just really embrace so strong? Loyal. I'm trying to save it for counterculture. That's a cultural, I, I don't, uh, the principle is in the Bible, the word is not. Everybody prides themselves, that's a wrong term too, on being loyal and loyalist to a fault. The correct word to me is committed, faithful, or, or covenant. I don't like to be loyal to somebody one way. I like covenant because that means I'm expecting something from you. You're expecting something from me. I'll, I'll continue to faithfully give you what you're expecting if you continue to feed me what I expect from you. That's real. All right, never mind. So, so God said, let me, let me move this along. The Lord told Abraham, go from your father's house, go from your land, and I'll, I'll tell you the land you're going to go to. Y'all remember this last week? I know I'm just reviewing. And he said, I'm going to bless you. You can see all the you and you and you and your and your. Look at the you's and the your. Look at all that, all right? The next scripture said he obeyed God. Abraham left like God told him to, like the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Why? Again, Lot didn't sneak on the camel, in the back of the camel. No. Abraham invited him. Or if Lot asked, he, he granted his wishes. So God made a promise to Abram. He brought a lot with him. He brought a lot with him. For some of y'all, you are doing what God said. And you're, you're going in that direction, but you got a lot with you. I said it last week, I said it Wednesday, I'm going to say it again. Some of, you, some of us have a lot to lose. Look at your neighbor and say, do you have a lot to lose? God did not even release new territory to Abram until he got rid of Lot. And I was pondering on this because the land that God was taking Abram to was Canaan. 
this is just a thought. So don't, don't get all, you know, this is what God meant. This is just my, my, my thought. This is not a biblical. This is me. Are y'all got me? Okay. Because that ain't what the scripture means. We're clear. I'm just thinking. This is just my thoughts. The land that God was taking Abram to was Canaan. Canaan was the promised land for the children of Israel. Lot in them had lust and, and so much stuff in them that they migrated to Sodom and Gomorrah. We know that, right? And they were so connected to that place that she couldn't even focus on getting out. She turned back. So that's how much Sodom and Gomorrah was in them. I don't believe God would have let Abram go into Canaan with Lot because they probably would have turned it into Sodom and Gomorrah before the children of Israel got there. And God is like, I'm not going to have my promised land polluted. So before I release your next level to you, you got a lot. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? God is not being mean. God is not being inconsiderate of your friends. He knows the land he's taking you to and he's not going to have his promise polluted. Just my thoughts, not, not scripture or anything like that. So ask your neighbor one more time. Bless y'all, man. Ask your neighbor one more time. Who you with? I'm almost done. Y'all give me a little more energy, okay? Say, who you with? Thank you. I love y'all, Liv. Thank y'all so much. Make it easy to preach. Bless you, man. So now we have to start. I want to start talking about friends. 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 So many levels to this. They're friends, associates, colleagues, comrades, constituents, booze, best friends. There's so many levels to this. <laughs> the Bible says, he that has a friend, the next scripture, he that has friends must show himself friendly. And there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I'm going to go to that at the end. That sticketh closer than a brother. But if you're going to have friends, you have to show yourself friendly. So this is all in that ask, seek, knock thing. That's kind of ask, seek, knockish. Because if I, I got to take a chance. I got to take a chance and, and, and try to advance a, a relationship with some. Most people here are without their families. How many of y'all here without your family? Well, why don't y'all say amen? Why y'all? You make the visitors think I'm lying. He just be saying whatever's on his mind. <laughs> we, <laughs> we got a lot of people here without their families. You're here by yourself and all that stuff. So you're going to have to learn to make friends. Because you can't survive in Orlando by yourself. You can't survive in this earth. God said it's not good for men to be alone. So you're not meant to, uh, you're, you're not meant to, the, as we go, the Bible says, as they went. So it wasn't even one leper, it was all of them. So you got to be in process with somebody. Oh, this is, this is about to get good quick. Did you hear what I said? You have to be on your way with somebody. Okay, this is good. So you have to show yourself friendly. You can't know that you're friendly. Show yourself friendly. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about DMs and comments. That's like robots. Like, that's how robots be friends. <laughs> if it's possible. 
Yeah, I mean, show yourself friendly when you're there. That means there has to be a level of humility and grace. Hey, how you doing? Hey, you know, yeah, where are you from? It has to be a certain type of per- a friendly person. If you're going to have friends, you got to show yourself friendly. You got to do it. Now, it's, it's levels to that as well, but I can't stand people who have no friends. I'm scared of you. Now, I know some celebrities who can't, you know, it's different levels. You understand what I'm saying? But I, for, 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 for the general population, I can't understand why you don't have a friend. I'm scared. Do you got that many secrets? Do you have that many skeletons in your closet? Are you that sneaky? And it's not just those categories, but I mean, why? 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 Well, well I don't go out much. I don't go, well, you're going to need to make some type of advancement because your next level includes other people. Not lot, remember? Not lot. <laughs> but you need somebody. You need somebody. Abraham didn't go in by himself. He had his family. He had, so he had his uh, 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 maid service and all that stuff. He had his co- whatever. So you can't go into the promise alone. Not a child of Israel went to Canaan. The children of Israel. 600,000 men. You understand what I'm saying? So who are you with? Who's walking with you into your next level? Not who do you know. Not who do you hang with. Who are you in process with? Y'all. Look at your neighbor and say, somebody needs to know your process. This is so good. You need it for accountability. You, you need it. You need it. So one way to show yourself friendly is to rejoice with them that do rejoice. Oh, you got it. Wow, congratulations, girl. I knew, no, you were smart all the time. I've been, I've been watching you. Rejoice with them that do rejoice. Weep with them that weep. Really? I'm sorry for your loss. Wow, thank you for that. That's one, that's one way to do it. I showed you this last, the last week. Yeah, look at Zion. He jumping with the guy who, who, who dunked it. I don't even know Barrett or Barrett. <laughs> Ladies, do y'all wear kids? Do you wear barrettes anymore? Little, little, little kids and the beads. Remember all them beads, the Venus and Serena beads. <laughs> Venus, Serena, and little Uzi beads. Remember? <laughs> Making sure y'all woke. That's all. Hi, welcome to church. I've been preaching for 20 minutes. How you doing? I rejoice. I didn't make the shot, but my friend did. See, y'all can't even clap because it ain't you. Can y'all clap for somebody else right now? Just look at your neighbor, just clap in their face and say, you all that. You are all that. Tell them on the other side, you all that. You bad. You, you, yo, I'm trying to tell you. You woke up like this, you flawless. You, tell them, you bad. I'm sorry. Could y'all celebrate your neighbor, please? Why I gotta be about you all the time? Look at somebody next to you and say, you made it this morning. Congratulations. I celebrate you. I didn't make the shot, you did. And if we're on the same team, I said if we're on the same team, that's how it's supposed to be. You got confidants, you got people that are close to you, you got people that are in your intimate space. Jesus had 12 disciples. Three saw him on the Mount of Transfiguration. He He brought three very closely to him. 
and intimately to him. And I don't think he was, he was, I don't think he was uh, having favoritism. I think he chose the three that can handle him in a different light. See, some of y'all, a lot of y'all want access to your friends, but can you handle them? Woo, this is going to get good today. Can you handle seeing your friends in a different light? Don't, don't want or desire access that you cannot handle. Woo, action. Tell your neighbor, you ain't ready for me. You ain't ready for me. I got a lot of good stuff that's going on, and I got a lot of crazy stuff going on, too. Are you ready for me or no? Because I don't need you falling in love with the stage me. Because I'm not always on stage. Y'all quiet. I don't need you falling in love with me because I'm the manager. I'm not always the manager. I clock out. I don't need you loving me because of my hairstyle. I'm going to change it. Do you love me or no? Hallelujah. So you got people that are close to you. Jesus had 12, but everybody couldn't handle him on the Mount of Transfiguration. You can't handle it. You got friends that are, that, that, that's cool, but once they get closer and, and behold your greatness, they won't let you be great. Now they're they not calling you. Now they're acting funny. Now they, they shrug their shoulders instead of saying, I don't know, what do you think? They used to converse, now it's... Uh, Oh, you can't handle my greatness. Look at your neighbor and say, let me be great. Because either way, I'm going to be. Either way, I don't need your permission to be great. God already gave me the favor to be great. The question is, can you handle it? Tell your friend, I know y'all talking a lot. My voice is kind of gone. That's why I got y'all talking. Tell your friend, oh, I'm going to be great because I'm great right now. Can you handle this or no? We can stay right here and be church buddies. And that's cool because you can only handle the church version of me. But once you see me up close and hear my ideas and my creativity and what God is about to do in my life, I don't need you jealous. I'm going up and I don't need no weights. I'm going up and I don't need no jealousy. I'm going up and I don't need no bitterness. I'm going up. Michael Jordan, years ago, Michael Jordan had a VHS. I know, I, know I lost half of y'all. He had a VHS tape out and it was called Come Fly With Me. I bought it and wore it out till it was scribbly and scrabbly. I watched it so much, I know every scene on there. So you got to let your friends know, I'm going up. Will you fly with me? Come fly. You have an invitation to fly with me. But if you can't handle it, let me know now. Because I need to know whether you're a confidant or a constituent. Before we take off, I need to know who's rocking with me. Because I'm not about to get successful and more successful and more... You know what I'm saying? And got somebody close to me hugging me with a machete. Well, I ain't talking about butter knife. A ma machete in my back. He, 
Is there another basketball picture or is this the only one? No, all right, go back. Thank you. That's not basketball at all. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Clap your hands for production, everybody. You're doing a great job today. Thank you so much, production. You always do a great job over here. Watch this, y'all. I'm almost done. I'm going back to my wife. He can handle his success. B, because his success means his success. You got to get to the point where your friend's success equals ain't no difference. You win, we just won. You lost, we just took an L. You coming up, we about to go up. Look at your neighbor say, it's us. And whether you know it or not, Liv, we are many members, but one body. Whether you like it or not, your, your, your brother and your sister's success or failures affect you. I'm not cursing you or, or blessing you, so don't take that literally. But overall, in the body of Christ, learn to support. Learn to love. I can handle his success because that means it's our success. That's B. That's B. A, I can handle his success because I'm securing mine. If y'all don't know who Zion is, all the NBA is looking at him right now. He's looking to be like better than LeBron. I don't know if y'all know about Zion Williams, but he's like the truth. Everybody's looking. So he's so secure in his ability to do the same thing you just did that you can keep on winning the whole game because I know what I can do. Look at your neighbor and say, I know what I can do. So go ahead and keep winning, boo-boo. That don't scare me because when I get the ball, I said, when I get the ball, when I get a chance, when I get my business, when I get my breakthrough, when I get my blessing, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make the shot. I'm going to make it. Look at your neighbor and say, I know what I can do with the ball. I know what I can do. Friends can support you when you're winning if they are secure. So before we are friends, I need you to know what you have. I need you to be confident and secure in what you have. Because I got, I, I got a lot. And I don't mean a lot like the lie, but I got a lot. I got a lot of dreams, a lot of vision, a lot of favor, a lot of power. I need you to be able to handle this. He's given to me according to the measure of grace. He's given to you too. So he's so secure. He don't care if he make the shot or not. Because I know what I can do if I got the ball. You can only be jealous if you don't know what you would do. <laughs> if you don't know who you are. If you're, in, if you're buffering in your identity. If your identity is buffering, it breeds insecurity. So before you try to befriend somebody, get your identity together. Know who you are before you try to befriend somebody. Because you're going to them uh, dysfunctional, you're going to them broken, you're going to them it's just off. So your expectations will be diverted. Oh man, this is good. 
Friends, who are you with? Let me, let me keep going. You got confidants who are very close to you. Jesus had 12. Well, he had 70. Then he had 12. <laughs> and then he had the three. And then at the cross, it was just John. He went from 70 to one. Not that everybody didn't love him. Not that everybody didn't support him. Not that everybody wasn't a friend or disciple. But there are degrees. So stop calling friends just friends. What level are you on? Because I got that friend that will come two in the morning to help me with a flat. And I got the friend that just always comes to my party and eat my cake with no gift. Okay, y'all got quiet. Where are the gift-giving friends? That's who I want to hang with. Can I come to your party? I will, I'm going to invite you to mine and I'll come to yours and let's do it like that. So stop generalizing friends because you'll disappoint yourself. Tell your neighbor's levels to this. <laughs> Ooh, this is good. Confidants, people who are intimate and close with you, are into you. Constituents, associates, are into the goal. So, so can I break this down just a little bit more? This picture? He's celebrating with him, and that night, or this whole season, they're probably going to act or function, not act, function as best friends probably. I don't know their relationship, but let's just assume. They're in the March Madness now. It's getting, you know, you, you're building that chemistry. You build, they probably best friends in the whole world. But because they have the same goal. He might not love Barrett. He might not care what happens in Barrett's life. But we're both, we both have the same goal. So we tight as ever because we're on the court. Basketball season, we, we, we're, we're tight. Because we share the same goal, but I'm not really into you as an individual. You understand what I'm saying? Confidants, people, people who really are into you, care about you, your thoughts. Not really all that's going on in your life, all this. How do you feel about that? Are you okay? Da, da, da. They care about you. You need somebody in your life. You need, a, you need a Jonathan, David. You need somebody that don't care nothing about your position. I, I'm helping somebody. I just don't know who. You need somebody who don't care nothing about your attachments. But they love you. They're concerned about you. Like Jonathan and David's souls was knit. He told David how to escape from his father, the king. Because he cared about David, not his position. Ask your neighbor, do you love me? Or what I do? Confidants will be there even if the mission fails. Constituents will be out. Because they have, all constituents have a personal agenda. Can I talk about personal agendas for like 20 more seconds? Liv, I need you all not to be upset about personal agendas. Everybody, including you, have them. It just gets funny when it's not communicated. It gets weird when I didn't know that's what you were around me for. Y'all, but don't get mad that they got a personal agenda. 
you like how you like how you feel around them too they serve you too socially emotionally sometimes financially i'll pay for it thank you so they serve you too and you might enjoy that that might be what you expect or your agenda agenda slash expectation same thing agenda expectation same thing when you hang with charlie you expect blah that's your agenda See, that's not wrong, but if it's not communicated, it gets a little funny. I always like hanging with you because you know what? You always, and I just love when you tell them. Tell them. So I expect, every time I see you, I expect, girl, I expect you to be on the, well, I'm not always excited. Let me just tell you that now. I like hanging with you too because you just bring it out so you can get a deeper understanding of what everybody's agenda in the relationship. Is that not sound advice? Personal, personal agendas are not bad. Just as long as you're not malicious or manipulative. Nothing wrong with personal agendas. That's what covenant is. Covenant. I'll give you food. You fight. Your, your family are soldiers. Our family is agriculture. You protect us. We feed you. That's the expectation. That's the agenda. And that's the connection. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it's uncommunicated, then it gets sneaky, then it gets malicious, and then you try to, you try to lean them to what you want without telling them that's what you want. Oh, man, this is, this is, this is so good. <laughs> that's where manipulation comes in. You didn't plan on going to the relationship manipulative, but because you have so many secret plans, you just lean them to your, you just lean on that way. To, All right, I'll take you, I'll, I'll take you to the mall, I guess. Or if you keep, if you keep, oh, I'm almost done because I know y'all don't like this uh, too much. Or if you keep serving them, but you're, you're, you're adding it up in your head. <laughs> y'all keeping tabs. So, so either, either stop keeping tabs or tell them you are. What I mean by that is I done gave you 16 rides. I'll never mind you, but if I ever need, you got to say that. Because you, you feel what I'm saying? You got to say that. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because you just kind of, in your head, you're like, oh, I'm giving them all this ride, all this money. I, they better, if I ever ask them for anything, they better, please, please, please. You got to need you. Like, oh, I'll ask, I'll ask Charlie. Don't worry. I'll ask him because he know. No, he don't. To him, you're a nice person, y'all quiet, that always gives him a ride. Now you're calculating it and you're almost bitter because he don't understand you have an agenda too. Yes, I'm nice to you, but I expect you to return it. Never mind, never mind. Church don't know how to be friends. They know how to be church people. Sick of that. Because I'm not always in church. I'm in the street more than I'm in the church. I need street friends. Oh, y'all about to mess me up in here. I need street friends because I don't live in the church. I live in the streets. I live on my block. So I need block friends. I need... Never mind. Personal agendas are not bad. They just should be communicated. You do not reserve the right to tally up to their ignorance. 
It is not fair to tally up without their knowledge of it. That's not fair. So, hey, I'll do, hey, I'll do this a billion times for you. Ain't nothing. But if I ever need to, don't, all right, we good? All right, because I ain't playing with you. I saw I slept. All right, so. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I had to make y'all laugh real quick. I know it's kind of heavy, so I had to lighten it up. But it's real, man. And don't get a friend in church. And then that goes crazy. Now it's church hurt, like I said last week. It ain't church, it's people. It's people. People run the church. That ain't church hurt, it's people. You don't call it work hurt. Nah, let's be, I'm sick of that, man. Church hurt, I ain't going, bye, goodbye. Leave if you're going to leave. That's why I don't go to church. It's church. It's, so you're going to call out of work? Are you going to quit because of work hurt? No. You're going to clock right in mad. Like. You're going to be mad, but you're going to be there. And you're leaving the church because the same people are in church. We need help in the church just like they need it in the world. Get out of my face. I'm sorry. Did I say that in the mic? Take that off the recording. First time bitters, I did not mean to say get out of my face. That was a thought that came out without my foreknowledge. Constituents are there for a purpose, not for a person. Confidants are in it for the person. Constituents are in it for a purpose. It's not wrong. I said it last. Now you can do the other basketball picture. <laughs> some of the some of the constituents in our lives or associates or people with agendas that's not bad are like scaffolding Bishop Jake said this they look so close to the building there's there's not even space between it sometimes so you can see two people and they look so close just like the picture before and they just jumping together but it's just because we're serving a purpose together. That's why we look so close. That's why we are so close. So there are seasons where you got people that are tied at your hip. You, you need to find out whether it's for you or for a purpose. Neither side is wrong. You just need to know. You need to know. Because as soon as the purpose is fulfilled, the scaffolding is gone. As soon as we reach the goal, I'm out. And if you're gonna if you're gonna live a as we go life, you're gonna have to learn to work with people who come. Feel me? All friends don't stay. That's your homie in college. That's the scaffolding. We're not roommates no more. Once the purpose is fulfilled, they out. And you can't afford to feel bare without them. I've had and have few friends in my life. This is a very painful area for me, and people who are closer to me know it's a painful area for me to, to discuss friends uh, because it changed on me once I start getting, when I get money, um, sorry, y'all, I just talk real hood just now. Once I start getting money, you know what I'm saying? They start, <laughs> that's why my wife need to be here. She'd be like, calm down. 
Okay, I didn't come out quick. Once things started to elevate in my life, people started having hidden agendas. So, I, I, but I was still very, you know, very much me thinking, oh, I, if somebody were yelling, always, I love you, Ty. Oh, my God, I love you, too. Where are we going to eat after this? Like, you know, I think they meant it. I love your energy. I love your songs. I love your preaching. I love your church. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't know me to love me. But it's a very painful place for me to experience. So this is why I, I, I feel like I have a lot of intel on it, because I've done it wrong a lot. I expected reciprocation without communication. I expect them to, to pick up on the, uh, I always pay for your food when we go out because I expect you to be nice to me and my kids, at least. I expect you to kind of get it. No, common sense is not common. Let me get out of here, please, this church. All right, I'm going to get past this. Last week I didn't. Let me just go at least a, a scripture further. Are y'all being helped by this at all? I don't want you to go home. I, don't want, I do not want you to go home and look at your friends like, hey, how you doing, Quincy? Uh-huh, I'm good. <laughs> let me ask you something, yo. Charlotte, 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 let me ask you something. What's your agenda, yo? Nah, 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 I'm saying. Because I heard pastor today, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is not that message. <laughs> this is an all that getting and understanding. Be polite, ask. Because you might be the one with the hidden agenda. But you don't, it's not a hidden agenda. You just don't talk about what you expect from your friend. But if they don't know you expect it, you could, be dis you, could, you could be disappointed. Or you could disappoint them. So you might be the one that needs it. You understand what I'm saying? All right, so let's talk about it. But, oh, y'all fast, ain't you? You moving me along, huh? You become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools, and the fool's life will, oh no, not the fool's life, and watch your life. And one thing I notice about fools, nothing happens to them. They be chilling, they just dodge all the knives, and like, huh, what? And everybody that's with the fool get hit. Y'all quiet for some reason this month. <laughs> Hang with fools and watch your life, not y'all's life. So don't keep hanging with fools because they seem sustained. If your life is being lowered, regardless of their sustained <laughs> foolishness, bail. Bail out. I advise you not to watch your life fall into pieces. Don't hang with fools, but you become wise not just by asking for wisdom or not just by getting wise advice, but walking. See that process. Walk. I, got five, I had five people, it's about down to four now, that I always, I always call before I make a move. Hey, I'm thinking about moving to Houston. Hey, I'm thinking about going to Orlando. Hey, I'm thinking about starting a church called Live. Hey, I'm thinking about, I, I just run it by wise people. I believe God speaks to me. I know I hear his voice, but I still. In the counsel of the wise, there's safety, right? Yeah. So, so do you have wise people around you? Come on. Let, oh, let me calm down. 
Walk with the wise. Process with the wise. Get offended and ask a wise person how you should handle it. Not your girl. Because you know she going to pop off. I know you just come to me with this. You already know what we about to do. Please. Ain't not, you, you know it ain't nothing. When, where, how, what. Enough of that. Your life is going to fall into pieces hanging out with pop-offs. Let me give y'all one more scripture since I just said that and I'm going home. Don't befriend angry people. I got to get out the church. Or associate with hot-tempered people. Or they know. You will learn to be like them and endanger they going to be good. But now your soul is disrupted just because you befriend angry people. Ask your neighbor who you with. That's what I'm talking about. So some of y'all souls are endangered and you're watching your life fall to pieces and it ain't even you. I got to get out of here, man. My wife waiting on me. Let me leave. You like the pop-off girls? <laughs> no, pastor. <laughs> Thank you for that answer, though. Well, some girls like that. You want somebody to match your energy. and match, You want people to match your offense. Because misery... Leave misery alone. Let that be a lonely little thing. You want somebody to match your hype. If you angry, you're not going to call nobody to calm you down. I need the real section for real quick. If it ain't everybody, some of y'all are like, yes, I will. Okay, I'm not talking to you. The majority, your first call is, who going to be with me on this? Because they understand that I don't play this and they know that I never have ever dealt with this in my life. That's always the first call. Let me get y'all out of here. You hang with angry people, you're going to go from this. When I point, you're going to go from that. Like that. You're going to go from this to this. Just by hanging. You used to be a fly robin, now you're just an angry bird. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, don't go from that to this. I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it. Oh, I got so much more to share, y'all. I'm going to continue Wednesday. This is going to be so good. Who you with? It matters. <laughs> I want to keep going, but my wife is probably texting me. And I want to make sure we digest just little by little. We'll talk later. But anyway, uh, I want to make sure we're getting this, you all. Everybody stand. Play that soft music so they know we're closing. Please do not leave. Please do not walk if you don't have to. I'm about to close. Thank you so much for, for your patience. I appreciate it. Walk with the wise. Process with the wise. I know you think you're pretty smart, and I'm not saying you're not. 
Solomon had wise counsel, and he was the wisest man in all the land, save Jesus himself. Identify who's wise in your life and process with them. Don't ask them for advice once a year. That's not walking with them. You don't become wise by one word of advice. You become wise by walking. Should I? What you think about? I'm thinking about, hey, how you feel about? That's how you become wise. We're becoming angry and our souls are in danger because we hang with come And we think we're strong because we're not like them. I mean, they, they crazy, you know. I'm, I'm going to believe it. No, no, it's rubbing off on you. Yeah, be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good. Evil corrupts good. Good don't always rub off on evil. God got to deal with evil. You can't rub good off on you. can't just, uh-uh. Evil always corrupts good. So you got to identify those people in your life. I'm trying to help y'all advance and become better. And if you're here today, I know you want to be better. But if people in your phone are not here, maybe one of them is a lot. Maybe one of them is a Jonah. And God is not going to put the control of your destiny in somebody's hands, but you can. You can surrender to somebody's way, somebody's thought process, and your destiny is like, So that person is not blocking your blessing as far as heaven is concerned or God's perspective, but as far as you and what you come under. What advice, what, what voice you come under. What people you listen to can stall your promised land. Liv, I'm not letting you miss it this year. I'm very adamant about you stepping into promise. I need you to be just as adamant. Amen? Amen. Father, I thank you for your word today. I just speak a short prayer and say, none will miss it. Ooh, I said, I'm going to say it again. None, if you can hear my voice, I'm talking about you. None will miss it. I'm not missing my blessing. I'm not missing my favor. I'm not missing my breakthrough. This will be a landmark year for me. This will be one of the best years I have ever had in my life because I'm stepping into better. I'm stepping into greater. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But God is doing something great in us. In Jesus' name, just a short prayer. Clap your hands and say, I'm not going to miss it. Keep clapping and tell somebody close to you, you ain't going to miss it. You ain't going to miss it. I know ain't, ain't a word, but just say, you ain't going to miss it. You ain't going to miss it. You ain't going to miss it. Keep clapping, y'all. I feel it. Applaud God. Applaud God. Give him a standing ovation right now. God, this praise is for you. This applause is for you. Because you always give us time. You always give us chance. You always are faithful. We applaud you. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.